0: This is a Purposeful Business Made Easy podcast with Sally Francis. Hello and welcome to the Purposeful Business Made Easy podcast where I offer straightforward, no BS tips and advice on how to find your purpose, launch a purposeful business and where I cover the best systems and processes that streamline and automate your business for growth, scalability and balance. Sometimes we will showcase examples with special guests and occasionally we will bust out a discussion on tried and proven social systems that could offer real solutions to current global issues. My name is Sally Francis, and I use my 15-plus years of business system and process experience, along with my history of anxiety and panic, to offer real-time solutions that get you living a purposeful life and business. Thanks for joining me today. Check out www.sallyfrancis.com. That's spelled S-A-L-L-I-E. Francis, F-R-A-N-C-I-S.com. For more on finding purpose, launching a purposeful business, and the system and automation that helps you grow, scale, and achieve balance. I hate double handling, and I love consistency. Automations are my jam. Every single business has repetitive tasks. If those repetitive tasks are always done by a human, you leave room for errors, inconsistency in approach, in branding, and really just things getting left by the wayside, leaving your customers, your stakeholders, and your employees feeling frustrated and overrun. Automation is not just for the big players. Automation does not automatically take away jobs either. It allows your current employees to grow and expand and offer improvements to your business and its customers versus being weighed down in the boring admin stuff. The ultimate goal when launching your new business or streamlining your existing business is to identify all those repetitive tasks and automate them. When you do this, you will create time, space and the grace for creativity and innovation. All good business decisions come from that very place. Okay so let's start with inbound emails. You have to love a good clean inbox. It can feel very defeating though losing your handle on it and having 1000 plus emails in your inbox to greet you every morning. Luckily there are a couple of little tricks you can do to help tame that beast. Firstly let's create a generic email for each of those major operations channels for example we might have one for sales technical finance support support, or spam so you'll have sales at um, tech app accounts at and so on this helps you auto sort mail as it comes in it also helps you with productivity you can attack your work in batches for example you might prioritize all your sales inquiries first, and then your technical issues, and then you might do accounts on a Tuesday afternoon and be working on the finance email solely at that time. I love an empty inbox. It makes me feel calm, in control, and ready to take on the world. But as with many others, the empty inbox can feel quite elusive. I don't know about you, but sometimes I can struggle to let go And and I can fall into old habits of saving everything just in case I might need it again or I need to prove, need it as proof for some time in the future. As with everything I do try to approach in my life with minimalism in mind, if it's more than a year old, the likelihood of me having to dig it up again uh, is very low. So whatever sort of limit you want to set on, on yourself, have a limit, then press delete. Auto forwarding. So now that we've got our mailboxes, we can then create auto forwarding rules in your mail account to each of the generic, to each generic email or to the relevant stakeholder or your VA. Looking through emails and manually determining who they should be allocated to is such a time waster for anyone. When you set up auto forwarding rules, they go to the necessary team immediately. The ones still left in your inbox get actioned in a much more timely manner because they're not competing with the others. You can help this process along by creating online forms for inquiries or sales. You can create different forms or just a subject line drop downs for different inquiries. So that way, there's a common word that the auto rule can look up and it knows which mailbox to direct it to. You can also have autoresponders. In both your email and your social media accounts, you can set up autoresponders to your emails or messages. You might use them as a thank you to thank people for getting in touch with you, letting them know that you received their message in the first place and a guideline on when you might be able to reply to their message. You can also provide a link to your online uh, frequently asked questions page uh, or your knowledge base And with the help of chatbots or your messengers, you can create dynamic answers based on what the user indicates. You can also use reusable response templates. There are many questions that are asked over and over and over again. Along with having a frequently asked questions page, you can also set up uh, create and save templates in your mail that you can use to auto populate responses and then edit or customize as you need to. Regular cleanouts. I think everyone gets a bit excited with all the freebies and the content out there. It can be hard to determine if the person offering you the freebie is also going to continue sending relevant content thereafter. Before you know it, you have a gazillion subscriptions. Sure, you can unsubscribe one by one, but you can also use a tool like Unenroll Me or CleanFox, which will scan through your email looking for subscriptions. They will list all your subscriptions and you can bulk unsubscribe. Some of these bulk unsubscribe tools do scrape personal data about you to sell to advertisers. So kind of up to you, but given you would likely only do this once in a while, you can circumnavigate this by going to your email provider and disconnecting the app after you perform the clean. Alternatively, you can pay to use something like clean email, which doesn't monetize from your data and has a whole bunch of automatic features on top of what Uh, the others have. To disable the app access to your email after the fact you can go to your permission settings in your email account and take the app access off. Frequently asked questions and knowledge base pages. Make sure you create an online frequently asked questions page that answers all the common questions that your stakeholders ask. Have a knowledge base. So a knowledge base is slightly different. It's where you hold more detailed instructions for your stakeholders and it's usually used for technical support or for educational purposes. You can do this by simply creating searchable sub pages for each topic and linking them as a directory on another subpage. Chatbots and messenger bots can be added to your live site. You can set up direct answers for frequently asked questions link to your content or your knowledge base, and filter through the ones that need customized assistance. Marketing and sales funnels. Before you can automate your customer journey and the back end processes, you need to map out your ideal customer journey. This is how they find you and their buying power. From here, you can then see what steps that need to be automated and their flow on effects tagging and segmentation. So when creating your opt-in forms online decide if you want to build a big list with as many people that you can have no matter the quality of the contact or if you want a smaller list but higher quality contacts that match your target audience. If you just want emails and you don't care who they are then just create a single opt-in. If you want high quality contacts, consider a double opt-in, which means the person has to opt-in and then confirm their email address before any information sent to them. This gets rid of time wasters, it gets rid of spam, and it informs your contacts of the type of material they will receive from you. When you do this, you can then direct to a page that indicates they need to check their email to confirm and receive their freebie or their item that they've asked for. To start segmenting your audience right from the start, you can ask a couple more questions outside of their name and email on the opt-in. This will create custom fields for the customer in your marketing system, which can then help you segment your audience. Alternatively, you can set up a confirmation page that they are redirected to once they've confirmed their email address. On the confirmation page, you can then ask them to answer a few more questions to either access bonus customized training or to ensure that the content that you send them moving forward is personalized and relevant. You can then tag this additional data in your email marketing system. And automatically segment content into relevant areas when you send it. From here you can send the content that is tailored to your audience and increases both the engagement and conversion. Email marketing goes without saying. The last thing you want to be doing when you get a lead or a sign up is manually send marketing content. In your chosen email marketing system, set up automatic emails for each of your sales funnels. If you're auto segmenting your list, Make sure to duplicate and customize your content for each segment so that it's relevant for your audience. There's also continual segmentation and data cleaning that can happen automatically as you go. So if you are doing a single opt-in, you will need to clean up your data manually often, as there can be a lot of fake emails that get through due to bots and real humans. You can reduce this by using ReCapture, but it's not 100% fail-proof. You can also create customized opt-ins or opt-outs to various type of content within your email marketing. For example, within the email you can ask, is this content relevant? Would you prefer to hear about something else or this? Set up clickable links that have tags that the content can then indicate what applies to them, what doesn't, and then you can manage your segmentation rules to drop that contact offer sequence or to delete, delete or add them to a different type of sequence altogether. After sales automation and automatic onboarding. So once a uh, contact buys something for you from you in your email marketing system, set up onboarding emails or SMS sequences. You might have 3 to 5 standard pre-populated emails that welcome your customer, explain how to access use your offer, explain what to expect from you and your service and your product, Uh, how they can contact you for assistance, include links to join member groups on socials. Uh, They might have important dates and calendar links to automatically add to their calendar, direct links or referrals. Uh, They might have polls or surveys and member groups on socials and anything else you can think of that you can include in that email. You need to set up automatic access. So if you're selling a digital product and a course, make sure that the purchase action triggers the flow that creates automatic access to their product or their course. Make sure that the onboarding email sequence includes their login information. You don't want people buying a product and then not knowing how to access it. Other areas that we can automate uh, social media batching socials in an app like Plannerly and Later will help you visualize and curate your content and your social boards it will you can automate auto populate hashtags as the first comment and instead of day by day working on working out what you're going to post you'll have more time to actually engage with your audience you can also automate events and scheduling appointments so I don't know about you, but I love organizing lunch and dinner dates, but I hate going back multiple times back and forth to try and get a mutually agreeable time. Drives me bonkers. Let alone trying to schedule something with someone that's in a completely different time zone. So outside of a personal assistant, there are many scheduling apps available to you that you or your PA or VA can use that can be easily integrated with your calendars and your systems and your website. Many have automatic scheduling notifications, links and reminders to your contacts and to yourself and they can be customized to suit your brand. It's kind of a no-brainer. So finance, there's some areas in finance that we can automate as well. The more you can automate here, the better actually ultimately you and your accounting team just want to be reconciling and producing mandatory financial reporting for tax purposes or for the, or to improve your business operations so some of the areas that we can automate here are the receipt captures approvals and payments for suppliers many modern day cloud-based accounting systems have inbuilt or marketplace scanning apps that not only scan physical receipts but also scan email invoices and put them all into your accounting system without you having to lift a finger. You can set up rules within these apps to automatically uh, pay creditors when the invoice is due to avoid late fees or to take advantage of early payment discount offerings you can add on other add-on apps such as approvals which ask you to approve credited payments before the payment actually happens other areas include timesheet entry and payroll so many of these modern accounting systems also have apps where employees can enter in their times directly on an app on their phone managers can approve the hours and payroll can be automated which saves a lot of time There's also automation that you can do to your business devices, your iPads, your laptops. You can use a mobile device management system to automatically, uh, or to set up common device profiles with allowed apps, websites, whitelisted websites, blacklisted websites. Use these for customer facing devices and for staff devices. You can set everything up in the one place and then just deploy. You can also auto deploy email settings and management. So using something like Google Workdesk or Microsoft Office, you can manage employee setup and access from an organizational view, and then deploy changes and amendments to all employees who have access versus going around individually and trying to instruct individual people how to update to your common branding or your um, way that your signature looks, for example. Other ways you can automate, go paperless, online forms, no one owns a printer anymore, takes up too much space for something I'll only use once in a blue moon, and hello, don't you want to do your bit for the forest of the world? There's so much mucking around. I've even offered to create online fillable forms for my kids' school to save me, having to convert to a PDF, add text, sign online, download and email it back to them, where possible, Use forms via your web platform that have drop-down subjects, which can be auto-directed to your generic group email accounts. Internal forms can also be set up in your various HR or accounting platforms. Use these where possible. For other forms, create the form using Google Form or in Word, but convert it to a PDF fillable form. Make it convenient for the people filling that form out especially if you have problems where people don't fill out forms. Avoid duplication. It drives me absolutely bonkers when I have to keep completing the same information over and over again for a company. Seriously, you've taken this information once from me before. Where are you putting it? As a systems and process analyst, I can't help but wonder what back-end systems and processes they have and how they can improve. Don't ask for the same information more than once. Set up an automation that integrates customer or employee or debtor um, or company information directly into the appropriate system. When asking people for information, auto-pull the data from the system to pre-populate the data you know and save save your stakeholder time. Online signatures. So use Google Forms and add on Marketplace apps or use Adobe Sign to collect signatures. Other areas in your business that you can automate include team collaboration and communication. Thankfully, many businesses are seeing the benefits allowing their employees to work from home or on the road. Seriously, productivity is higher. But whether you are office-based or managing a a remote workforce, effective team collaboration And communication is key. There are many cloud-based project management tools that help you coordinate and manage group team-based activities or projects. These save time by having automatic notifications and communication built-in and help reduce errors and miscommunication. And stop clogging up your inbox with things that aren't easily accessible. Workflow so you can integrate some project management tools with your existing systems and your tools. When a task is completed in your project management system, it can trigger, you can set up a trigger for the next step in the process by bumping a notification to a colleague or creating an action or updating an item in the corresponding system. Having something like stand-up meetings. So many businesses these days are opting in for stand-up meetings, so both in-person and remote businesses. They're designed to be quick and to the point as no one wants to stand around for too long discussing meeting things. So the result is you have effective meetings that don't waste time. You can also set these up and automate these a little bit in your project management tool or your scheduling app and set up automation to pre-submit their main inputs. So you can set up a form that asks employees to say, what have you done? What are you working on? And what do you need? That way you've got this information before the meeting starts. You can also make sure that you use shared calendars. For your team set up a shared calendar so that the team members can easily schedule meetings with each other and view and see when people are available hiring and onboarding so the recruitment process can be one of the most labor-intensive processes in your organization even if you're just in the startup phase getting your recruitment process planned out will help you when you're ready to scale and start hiring So one of the key things that you can do to automate this, firstly, you must document your processes and your instructional worksheets for your task. This can help you understand the functional roles and their requirements. From your process documentation, you should be able to document the specific functional roles and their responsibilities. You can take this data and create job postings for each functional role, this means, when you have availability for a role you can easily pull up that data and post it onto the job boards without having to rethink about it every time document your onboarding procedures for when a new employee or a freelancer joins your team what needs to happen to ensure that this person's transition is as smooth as possible this could be organizing facility access cards ordering a laptop, getting IT department to set system access up, email staff collaboration, workspace system access. Uh, It could be setting them up for payroll, contract preparation, or buddy training sessions. Using online application forms and set up fields for email folders that can trigger approval or rejection notifications or they might notify the legal department to send an online contract signing form. On a signature trigger you might send a notification to the IT department to ask to to say we've got a new person starting can you set up Emails, staff collaboration, workspace, system access. It might send an email to the finance team to say, can you set this person up for payroll? Or it might send it to legal to say, can we set up a contract? You may set it up to an admin to arrange buddy training sessions. Many of the systems you choose to manage your business operations will have API and we'll have integration functionality. So check what integrations are possible with the systems that you have right now. What automations can you make right now with your existing systems? You can then look at a third-party system integration tool like Zapier, and there's a few others, and see what system integrations it can do with your native systems that a native integration can't. So from here, you can choose to automate much more than what we've said. So that's all I have time for today. Thanks for listening to Purposeful Business Made Easy. Check out sallyfrancis.com. That's S-A-L-L-I-E, Francis, F-R-A-N-C-I-S.com for my free resources, more on finding purpose, launching a purposeful business, and the systems and automations that help you grow, scale and achieve balance. Until next time.